Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape, Volume 3. Welcome to um, the Series 3 premiere of Your Life the Mixtape. Um, every season of this show has gotten bigger in regards to uh, guests and questions. And for this series, I needed to start with a bang. Um, so I am about to interview someone who I believe is the future of music. Um, he is a singer, a songwriter, a producer. Uh, he's written for Machine Gun Kelly and Cody Simpson. He opened for Blink-182, and he played Coachella this year. Um, this guy is doing amazingly huge things, and I have a feeling he's just getting started. Please, please welcome to the show, Goody Grace. Hello, sir. Hey, man. Thank you for the kind words. No problem. no problem. I am. Um, I'm very, very excited uh, for everything that you're doing now and what 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 you're doing going to do in the future. Uh, I your one of your videos came up on uh, YouTube shuffle and I was like, that guy is awesome. So thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. So, what was that? I said that means a lot to me, man. Thank oh. you for having me on the premiere as well. Yeah. Um, so, what's your favorite song right now? Um, of anything? Yeah, anything at all. Tough question. Um, I kind of have, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I moved into a new apartment uh, and I, I kind of like, I make so much music, so I don't really like listen. I, I mean, I don't really play music while I'm like at home. When I'm driving and stuff, I always do. But for some reason, just for the vibes of like my apartment, I'm, I kind of always have Beach House playing. Um, I love Beach House. Uh, the album Depression Cherry is like one of my favorite albums ever. But right now I listen to the song Levitation. It's the intro of that album. I probably listen to that song like three times a day for the past month. <laughs> right on. Yeah. You should check it out, man. Beach House is great. I definitely will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out when we get done. So soothing, man. Just great background vibes. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're incredible. Cool. Um, so other than yourself, uh, who, who is an artist that you feel like everybody should be listening to? 
I think um, this is a little biased because I work with them and I'm good friends with them. But I think if people aren't listening to Cigarettes After Sex, they should check them. Um, they're incredible. They're, you know, I kind of love them in the same way. I like Beach House, just very soothing and nice uh, music that you can kind of always have on. But I just saw them perform at the first show in a few years, um, like two nights ago. And they're such great guys. And, you know, they're, they're like my favorite new band, definitely. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so, so we're going to take it back a little bit. Uh, what is the first song that you remember hearing? Hmm. Probably. Um, can't remember a song for certain, like, but, uh, you know, the first artist I probably ever heard was Elvis. Um, my mom and my grandma were obsessed with Elvis. So like all our memorabilia clocks and cups and plates and stuff were all Elvis. <laughs> uh, I had toys of Elvis. So I think, I think Elvis, you know, my grandma liked a lot of old country. So we a lot of country Western, you know, Johnny Cash and stuff was always playing in the house. Um, so yeah, probably that. And then, you know, the first, first music I chose to listen to was um, Blink-182, honestly, because my brother had a little Walkman with a Enema of the State uh, cassette player, or cassette for it, rather, and I would always listen to that. Cool, cool. Um, are you excited about the new Elvis film? I am, yeah. I actually just saw the trailer last night. Uh, it looks great. I read today that, like... Um, right before we hopped on this like apparently his family really liked it as well and yeah I think Austin Butler um you know is gonna be great Tom Hanks looks so good as Colonel and I'm excited it comes out around my birthday so I might have to go do that for a birthday right <laughs> the soundtrack looks absolutely sick um I know when I first saw that I was like what it was so random to me but then I was like I guess that's Boz's thing because you know Gatsby and kind of the blend of you know modern and old but when I first saw the soundtrack, I was like, why is this the soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> I love Elvis, though, man. I have a tattoo of him on my arm. I have all surrounded me as a memorabilia. I've been to Graceland like five times. Um, love him. Yeah. Uh, what is the song that uh, anytime it's on, it makes you cry? Um. I don't know about any time because I listen to it so much, but there's a song I actually have a tattooed on my arm. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs ever. It's by Tom Waits. Um, it's called The World Keeps Turning. And I actually okay. have, have that tatted here. For those who don't know, Tom Waits is an incredible singer-songwriter. Um, I have a tattoo of him on my upper arm as well. Um, it's a little different musically. He's very versatile, does a lot of different stuff, but you know, he has some stuff that's more experimental and then he has a lot of songs that are just like ballads. And I think a lot of those are songs that can make me cry. They're just some of the best emotional kind of sentimental like ballads um, I've ever heard. But probably that one, yeah. But a lot of Tom White songs. All right, cool. Uh, what is your uh, guilty pleasure songs? Um, my guilty pleasure songs... 
I don't really believe in that in a way because I'm not really like ashamed of anything I listen. <laughs> you know, if it's guilty pleasure, I'll still rap it. But uh, you know, probably I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift. Um, I know almost every word to every song, so uh, you know, so stuff like Red and the new stuff is very like, um, you know, the new albums, the folklore and stuff are, are really just perfect, great songs, but. Maybe if I had to pick a guilty pleasure, it'd be like her first albums, the country ones that, you know, I sing in my car. <laughs> a lot of people singing, hearing me sing our song with Taylor Swift alone in my car, but it does, it does happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what's the best song to sing in the shower? Uh, hmm. I feel like I'll do more like rap in the shower, like like Future, Juicy J. Just like, I don't, I'm not really a like shower singer. I feel like I just kind of like mumble rap under my breath. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll say Future. Thought it was a drought. <laughs> Excellent song. <laughs> Uh, what's what song best summarizes what love is? Um, hmm. Thought it was a drought. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. It's hard to pick because I feel like most of the songs I listen, I listen to mostly love songs. So, um, Oh, you know, actually, there's this one song I love that is just so like real and emotional. Uh, and I kind of always go back to it. And it's by uh, the Airborne Toxic event. Um, and it's called uh, The Graveyard Near the Park. And that's it's pretty dark, um, some of it, but it's just really cool. It's real. It's like an acoustic song of a guy having conversations with his, um, you know, his girlfriend or wife or whatever. And it's really good. I think I think you should you should check it out. It, it's kind of sums up love to me in a way. It's really really beautiful. Cool. I will definitely do that. Yeah, graveyard near the park. I'm happy that came to me. I was like, <laughs> that's a really good answer. Now I'm proud of myself for that. <laughs> on on the flip side of that, uh, what's the best song about a breakup? Um. Yeah, I feel like most of the music I listen to is actually about breakups rather than love. Uh, I listen to, you know, a lot of like Midwest emo music, um, American football, the Smiths, uh, not that Smiths are Midwest emo, but yeah. Um, probably the whole, I don't know, that's a tough one. Pretty much everything in my in my saved of my phone, I guess. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe the um, American football's first album I like. I feel like when I'm going through a breakup, that's how I listen to. Okay. Uh, what is a song that uh, you once loved, but you've listened to it recently and you realize that it's terrible? Um. Yeah, I always, I definitely have a few songs that sounded better 
in the past. The other, um, I don't know. We were, I was on a little road trip the other day, and we were all listening. Me and my friends were listening to a bunch of like, like, Crazy Frog and Eiffel, <laughs> Eiffel sixty five Blue and stuff. And I was like, man, the best of this is like, uh, Vanga Boys, Boom Boom Boom, I Want You in My Room. And I used to love that song, and I put it on, and everyone was kind of like this. I was like, it's great. And then as I listened, I was like, it's not as good as I remembered. It's it's still good. <laughs> Honestly, I love that song, but that's that's probably I used to think was a lot better than it is now. <laughs> okay. I uh, what is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? Hmm. Damn. Like an original for a movie? Just or from a movie. Just anything that appeared on a film soundtrack. Wow. Oh, I know there's something. <laughs> there's something epic, but I don't I don't know. I might have to skip this one. Okay. Cause I know I know there's a really good answer if I thought hard and I don't want to fumble it. <laughs> it's crazy you can always think of stuff all day but then when you ask it on the spot yeah i don't know i don't know that's a tough one okay uh what what film has the greatest soundtrack mm. i'm gonna give that a tie the show twin peaks um is incredible that is a soundtrack I'll put on when I'm driving. Um, David Lynch and Angelo did it, and you know Julie Cruz did the theme song. Um, that's incredible. Uh, as for like scores, um, you know I, I love the Shape of Water score. Uh, soundtrack I'm gonna have to say Twin Peaks. Yeah. Okay. It's a TV show, but. It's a TV show, but there's only like 10 songs that play throughout the whole show. So it's kind of cool. It's like when something's happening, here's this. Here's this. And it's like just moods more than like different songs. And I, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, what what television show has the best theme song? Hmm. I'm going to have to do um, a three-way tie between Twilight Zone uh twin peaks and the simpsons <laughs> right on i was just at coachella and uh, danny elfman played and it was incredible because like he was like this is gonna be a weird show if you don't know me but nonetheless this is all me and like i don't know if you're familiar but you know he was in oingo boingo um and you know sang in oingo boingo and so he, he's doing those songs and then he would do some of his solo work and then he'd you know, he's composed so many scores for so many movies and shows. And like, he's just, it's insane. And if he would go from an Oingo Boingo full band song to like orchestra playing the Simpsons theme song and then the Batman theme song. And then he was like, and if you didn't know, this is me too. And he's doing Nightmare um, Before Christmas because he, he, he was the voice of Jack Skellington when he sings. And as well, wrote most of those. And it was just so incredible. And 
I really want to, it was inspiring to me because I just actually worked on a film score um, for an upcoming horror movie. And it was just so inspiring to me because I had such a fun time in that process. And I was, I, people like Danny Elfman, Trent Reznor, like an Atticus from Nine Inch Nails. Like, I just think it's so cool to have that outlet of, um, you know, you make your music and then you can also score different types of films and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, I definitely want to do that more as I get older. What's the best song from a Disney film? Hmm. You got a friend in me from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on. Final, final answer. <laughs> I love Toy Story. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, what is the song that uh, whenever it comes on, you just absolutely have to dance to? Um, this Charming Man by the Smiths. If that's, yeah. When that comes on anywhere, all my friends will kind of look at me and be like, oh, it's go time. <laughs> <laughs> or like Last Night by the Strokes. Someday by the Strokes. All three of those have the same tempo. Or like same group, so I think I'm just a sucker for that dun 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 bum type beat. Ah. All three excellent songs. Yeah. Uh, what is the song that means the most to you? Uh, not necessarily because of the song itself, uh, but because of the memories you have attached to it. Um, I feel like, again, there's, there's like probably five to 10 answers of that. Um, but Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen, it's, it's the opener of Born to Run. Um, that song really, I don't know why, just like the kind of triumphantness and it's inspiring. Um, that one really kind of made me like want to run away from home and you know chase my dreams and it's the reason i have born to run tatted on my hand uh also i have i it's so funny i have, I have so many tattoos of things that most of my tattoos are things i'm just a crazy fan of um i also it's funny in thunder road he says a line roy orbison singing for the lonely uh which i also have only the lonely tattooed on me um, and that's Roy Orbison. And I love that song. Both those songs mean a lot to me. Um, I could listen to them kind of endlessly and they're really near and dear to my heart. And, you know, like on a sadder note, like Lua by Bright Eyes or something. I listen to that almost every flight I'm on. It means a lot to me. Cool. If you were on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, what would be your ideal lip sync for your life song? Um, I Want to Break Free by Queen. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think that would, uh, that's a feisty song, you know. There should be more Queen songs on that show. Yeah. Queen, Queen is like the, you know, sassiest, like boss type music in some ways, I feel. 
I definitely agree with you, sir. <laughs> uh, what is your theme song? Hmm. My theme song. It probably depends again, day to day. Song choices, especially someone like me, like, and I mean, not even someone like me, but everyone listens to so many different types of music, you know, I think it's so incredible. And I like listen to everything. And, and as much as, you know, as much as the others, it's like, I really don't like anything more than, um, you know, there's no genre that I like more. Like I'll listen to old country as much as I'll listen to rap and punk and, you know, so I feel like it kind of depends the time of day, the day, the mood, um, you know, but I feel like at least once a day, I really love the Lumineers. Um, maybe their song Sleep on the Floor is like, I would pick, it's kind of like a, if there was like a montage of my life and like, if I had like a biopic and there was like a trailer, I'd want that to be the one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. It's the intro of their album, Cleopatra, which uh, is one of my favorite albums ever. Who is um, an artist that is considered a one-hit wonder, but that you feel like should have been bigger? Hmm. I mean, probably, and I don't consider him this at all, but uh, he's a great friend of mine. I think he's incredible. Um, the rapper I love, McConan, I think it's amazing. He had the song Club Going Up on a Tuesday, uh, which, you know, a lot of people know, but his mixtapes and some deep cuts, like freestyles and more emotional songs and stuff. He's, I think his writing and um, his whole vision and what he did was pretty underrated. Um, I think he's influential of a lot of different things. Um, yeah, I don't know that there's a few people. Yeah, you know, there's also a few artists that I can't really think of, but it's also nice to just dive in. I think when there is an artist that's like a one hit wonder or something, you know, when you kind of go into what else they have, it's, it's fun to explore and, you know, see what else they have to offer because you can't like judge a book by a cover, you know? And I think that's so exciting, especially versatile artists and um yeah i think if you think an artist is a one-hit wonder you should you should dive deep and just see what else they have to offer even if you just know the one song you know uh, what is what is the song that reminds you of home wow it's quite a few you know when i as soon as i touch down like driving through the country you have to go to like from the airport to my hometown. It's just like an open road, highways and stuff, you know, very, very like open. And I'll put on, you know, a bunch of Lumineers, kind of folky songs, uh, but probably, I don't know, Bob Dylan, you know, like Girl from the North Country or something. Uh, I love to just drive at night, listen to Bob Dylan, anything Bob Dylan. You know, I, I Bob Dylan was such a 
influence to me in so many ways because the way I play guitar is just, you know, so many different things he inspired. And I think Bob Dylan is so synonymous with my childhood. He's someone that like, you know, I, I still listen to him all the time, but it's just such a like nostalgia trip because I know it in and out so well that it's like, there's nothing for me to even learn about that songs anymore. Like I know how the string slides at each second of each song. Like, so, but you know, Freewheeling Bob Dylan, Highway 61, all those albums, they feel like home to me because that's just like my childhood and me growing up, you know, that was from age like eight to 18. Those were with me every day. So, yeah. Cool. I don't think it's one song. I think, yeah, Bob Dylan, years like 63 to 68. <laughs> what is the sexiest song? To me, uh, probably... Heavenly by Cigarettes After Sex. Oh. Yeah, I love it. Kind of has like a Twin Peaks vibe, super romantic, but or nothing's going to hurt you, baby, by them. I think they're like the sexiest music to me. It might not be to everyone, but I don't know why. Even over like some type of R&B or something, that's like, yeah, it's just smooth. It's like intimate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what what is the song that um, defined your generation? It's tough. I mean, I was born ninety seven, so it's interesting. You know, I I do a lot of like the emo night events. Those guys are the best, and it's so cool to see like songs just that even if you weren't into like an emo culture, weren't like really like dove deep into that. It's so cool that like everyone knows some. So I'm sure there's like bigger pop songs that define my generation. But for me, I think that no matter what subculture you're into or if you even identify with liking emo music or anything, I think um, Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance somewhat defined my generation. I think yeah. anyone. I think anyone my age could know. When I was a young boy, you know. And I mean, really, even when those first couple of piano notes, like people yeah, lose I, their I minds. Thinking, yeah, I was thinking the piano, and then I might have to write an epic piano riff because then I was thinking, whoa, also "Runaway" by Kanye. I think anyone in my generation, if you heard that, ding, you know what's coming. So. Both those love piano riffs create classics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Runaway as well. All right. What song, in your opinion, is the greatest ever written? Hmm. There's so many, you know, there's so many songs that sometimes I get like upset listening to music because I'm like god I wish I wrote this like <laughs> and it like you know it like bothers me because I'm like oh I can't believe I didn't write this song you know and it's just so like upsetting to me that it's already written um greatest written 
maybe uh, this is a song I've listened to too much that, you know, in my life that I probably wouldn't put on right now, but probably First Day of My Life by Bright Eyes, I think is so perfect. Um, or Ho Hey by the Lumineers, man. Just, you know, simple, simple songs that are still hits, you know, like those songs are so simple and um but beautiful and just like both like wedding songs you know those songs like you like walk down the aisle to but they're also like breakup songs like you know there's such a dark undertone um and you know in first day of my life when he's like i'm glad i didn't die before i met you crazy crazy line <laughs> <laughs> i'll follow you into the dark by death cab any of those i'm a sucker for those like just acoustic songs that you know, I mean, Ho Hey is, is still acoustic, but it's bigger production. But first day of my life and I'll follow you. Those are like a guy and a guitar and just great lyrics and melody. And, you know, that's what I'm trying to make. And that's also why I love Bob Dylan. So, yeah, I'll follow you into the dark. It's one of the songs I'm like, how did you sit and write this? <laughs> yes. Yes. There's there there is not an occasion that that song's not good for. No, it's insane. Insane. Uh, what song is the one that you've listened to the most? Hmm. The most. I'm actually gonna see. You know, it's cool on on Apple Music. They have like your like yearly roundups for some reason every year of the past like four years i have listened to the king of carrot flowers part one by neutral milk hotel it's always in my top five hmm. and i think just when i'm driving before shows it's are you familiar with that album and they're playing over the city a little bit yeah yeah it's like a cult classic but that's always in my top um also you know tom waits hold on is a great great song i think it's just i probably listen to that the most and then you know and i'm thinking in my like guitar based kind of music because then there's also before shows and stuff and when i'm going out and whatnot i'll listen to you know lots of rap and stuff so i listen to tons of future um Juicy J, Three Six Mafia. So there's also like probably future songs I've listened to 10,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what mood I'm trying to get in. You know, it's just so great how music influences moods. Like it's having it as like a soundtrack to your life. You know, the way I'll play a show, I, I need to listen to my favorite songs before I step on stage. Just that energy, you know, it's just the rush it gives you and the mindset, it's amazing. What's the greatest music video of all time? Mm. Wow, that's a great question. When I was a little kid, I remember like, I mean, I love Blink-182's videos. What's My Age Again was hilarious. and. Uh, all the small things. Um, 
I think I like when videos, it's funny because I've actually never done this, but I love when a video is just like a emotional short film that might not even have the band in it. I, like, you know, I was just, I started thinking back yesterday, I was watching music videos and on YouTube, I haven't done that in a long time. And there's a band called um, Current Joys uh, who are really, really good. I, I saw them at Coachella last month and they have a song called A Different Age. And that video is kind of like that. Um, it's just like people going about life, but the, you know, the band's not really in it. Similar to that song I mentioned, Sleep on the Floor by Lumineers. It's like a short film um, of, you know, these kids and also uh, Never Meant by American Football, as I mentioned earlier, that, that video is, I just like when there's just a, you know, they make a, like a short film and put their song as a soundtrack rather, you know, and I, I like performance videos too, but yeah. What what's the greatest musical collaboration of all time? Greatest collaboration. Outside of like hip hop and stuff, um, because there's obviously so many collabs in, in rap music, but I love, um, as I mentioned, off Bob Dylan's second album, uh, Girl from the North Country. Uh, that was, you know, like a finger picky type song. And then like, later when he moved to Nashville and started uh, working on the album Nashville Skyline, he was like uh, staying with Johnny Cash, I believe a lot. And they did a rendition, like a cover of Girl from the North Country for that album. And it's a duet between the two of them. And it's just kind of reimagined. It's like slowed down and um, really pretty. So probably that. I love that one. If you could have a song play anytime you uh, walked into a room, what would it be? Hmm. Uh, just like heaven by the cure. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's kind of an anytime, any place song for me. Yeah. Or, or, uh, crazy love volume two by, um, Paul Simon off the album Graceland. I love that album. And I love that song. That is like, I listen to every day as well. Makes me really happy. Cool. I, what is, what is the song that um, no matter what kind of playlist you're making, this song has to be on it? Mm. These are all amazing questions. You come up with all these yourself? Yeah. <laughs> these are insane. These are just like perfect, perfect, perfect questions. Um. I think whether in like rap or, you know, folk or rock, I could put probably any Smith song. I love the Smiths. I think they kind of blend to any mood of mine. Um, 
it's just very good throw on music. Uh, yeah, because they can go with the dark stuff. Because, you know, there's some, I, I see it as like, you know, it's like color palettes because it's like, is it light or like dark? And sometimes I just want to be in the dark color palette of music and sometimes I want the light, but Smiths go perfectly down the middle for me. Yeah. Any any song by them. <laughs> There's a light that never goes out. How soon is now? Probably how soon is now. Yeah. I just saw Morrissey last week and everyone was saying he wasn't going to play any Smith songs and he did How Soon Is Now. It's like his third song. It was incredible. Oh, wow. It's so good. He sounded amazing. And then Bauhaus played right before him. It was like my dream concert. My two favorites. Yeah. Damn. It was a festival in LA. It was like Devo, Echo and the Bunnymen, Blondie, um, Violent Femmes. But then the main stage, yeah, it went Bauhaus, like a 30-minute changeover, then Morrissey. Yeah, it was the best night of my life. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, what What is your go-to song uh, when you're driving? Um, maybe, like, Misfits I Love. If I need some like energy, I'll put on um you know uh Where Eagles Dare, American Nightmare, something upbeat by the Misfits. Um kinda depends where I'm driving. <laughs> if I'm driving through the country in in Manitoba, I might put on Bonnie Vare, like Iron and Wine. Depends if it's night, you know, if it's nighttime, I might put on some Bauhaus or Sisters of Mercy, something gothic, kind of edgier. Um, but if it's the morning and I'm hopping in the car and it's a sunny day, I'll probably throw on Vampire Weekend. White Sky, anything off their first album, Oxford Comma. Yeah, I love Vampire Weekend, man. They're one of my favorite, favorite, favorite bands. Nice. Excellent. And you are, um, this is the third series of this show. Uh, you are the first person to ever bring up Vampire Weekend. So no. congratulations. Wow. That's a shame. They're incredible. Man. They really are. <laughs> yeah. I listen to them like every day. And in the same way, you know, I love Paul Simon. It's just, I love that groove that like, it's just incredible. <laughs> same reason I love, you know, Graceland and they're, um, yeah, they're great. I actually met Ezra last month and we had a really good hang. I was just fanning out. I think <laughs> weirdo, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I love them. All their all you know, all their albums are just incredible. Musically, melodies, it's it's just such a nice like world to me. Uh, what is one song that you would give anything to see played live? And would it be a cover or would it be by the original artist? Um, oh, dead or Alive? Dead or Alive, doesn't matter. I wish I could have been like at the peak of Nirvana and saw Lithium live. Yeah. That's one of my favorite songs ever. Um, that would have been insane. I wish um, 
I wish I could have been at the at the festival when Bob Dylan went electric <laughs> and the world like shook up. Yeah, probably probably those two. But yeah, I would I would have loved to see Kurt Cobain in concert, man. And finally, um, you you are at the gates of whatever afterlife type thing that you believe in. And before they will let you through, uh, goody grace, they are going to make a mixtape of your life. <laughs> and the most important question that you will answer uh, for this time that we have been together, what is the first song on that mixtape? Hmm. amazing questions wow <laughs> there's so many answers huh. i'm trying to think if i want it to be a sad song or like a happy song like is it like a entrance of we're happy or is it like a goodbye song you know you know what i'll give you both yeah there's a song i love 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 that i want to like do a real cover of one day it's like i don't even like to say shit like this but it's a song i would like want to play to my funeral uh it is uh called take it with me by tom waits back to the tom waits ballads man there's actually an actor i can't remember his name who had it played at his funeral famously but um, it's incredible. He's just kind of talking about things of life. And he goes, I'm going to take it with me when I go uh, at the end of each every like stanza. Um, other than that, I'd probably say this is also kind of morbid, but it would be this is the celebration song. <laughs> end of the line by Traveling Wilburys. Uh, you know, because he's going, it's all right. We're almost at the end of the line. So it's not quite so morbid. It's kind of like, a, you know, that's a good live in the moment type of song. Traveling Wilburys are amazing too. For those who don't know, they're like a super group of insanity. It's like George Harrison, Bob Dylan, Roy Orbison, Tom Petty. And they um, came together and formed a little super group. And it's crazy that that exists. <laughs> nice. Um, so that that is all the questions uh, that I have. Um, I have an honorable mention. There is actually one of my favorite songs that I didn't bring up because and then the, I'm going to probably just like hate myself because there's so many songs like, oh, I should have said that. But one of my driving songs as well, if it's nighttime and I'm in a great mood and just driving either in L.A. on the freeway, back home, wherever, is uh, 1979 by Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. That I had to go in. I'd be mad if I didn't mention that one because that song is an absolute go to for me in many occasions one of the best riffs ever um yeah that song just feels so good great music video as well yes yes um so for for the people who are listening to this who um are not familiar with you uh where can they hear your music and what's next for you 
You can hear my music on anywhere you listen to music. Uh, everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Um, these are illegally downloaded, whatever you want. Uh, just go listen. Um, what's next for me is I'm working on my long-awaited for me debut album. <laughs> I've still put out an album, just EPs and mixtapes and singles and it's actually nice because it's created like this really kind of fun sense of pressure because I just really want to make it perfect. So um, I'm about to release a new single next Friday, June 3rd, called What Do I Do? Uh, I'm really excited. It's, you know, for those who aren't familiar with my music or if they are, like, I, I really am pretty genreless just because I love every genre. And it's all me. Like I said about the Danny Elfman, it's like there might be some songs that sound like this and sound like this and they might be very different, but it is all me. Um, it's all my heart, my soul. And, um, you know, so I'm always trying to push new boundaries and new genres and new styles and stuff. So this next song coming out is something I've really never um, touched on before um, musically. And it's kind of in the vein of Vampire Weekend, Paul Simony. It's very sunshiny, but the lyrics are, you know, still emotional as ever. And so I'm excited. And then I'm just going to keep dropping songs. I have so much good stuff on the way. I'm making music every day, um, finishing up this album. So all summer continuation rest of the year there'll be tons of stuff so yeah stay stay updated uh, if um if you haven't heard if you have go back and listen to some of my discography you know i think there's something for everyone in there um and yeah i'm excited i was you know i was talking on a show like this about such different types of music i, I love all types of music and i'm so blessed to be able to make music so yeah please check it out Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for being here today. I have enjoyed this immensely. Oh, yeah. You got to listen to some of the songs I said. Oh, I definitely will. I was taking notes the whole time. So, and make a little playlist and yeah, let me know because uh, you'll probably get in your feels with some of them. <laughs> yeah.